In this week's SME Corner, we speak to the owner of Style Collusion, Kanye Aba. Can you take us through what Style Collusion is all about? Well, Style Collusion initially started as a brand that was supposed to fuse vintage apparel and funky accessories, shoes, bags, sunglasses. And when I started it, that was the initial plan. And then I realized there were a lot of people doing vintage apparel. And I sort of, I was like, okay, this is not something I'm really passionate about anyways. I was doing it because I just thought there was a market for it. Uh And I knew where to source the brands. So I was like, okay, let me just, you know, make it a bit smaller. I love fashion. I'm very big on accessories. Mm -hmm. And if I sell something that I really am passionate about, it's bound to, you know, make a good profit for me. What I'm doing now is just sourcing stuff that I'm really in love with, like, mostly accessories and I used to do shoes but that also got a bit complicated because then you must struggle with people's sizes and you know I find that um, sunglasses which is what like my core business is now is what works I mean as much as people have different sized faces there will always be a pair for someone I love sunglasses and like I said before if you sell something that you love it's easier for you to make money out of it because it's not just for the money. It's also something you're passionate about. Where did it all begin? Maybe let me just take you through my journey going into the fashion industry. I used to be in corporate like many other people. You go to school, get a job. And just one day I was like, I am so tired of being in corporate. And that's when I decided to relocate to the UK. And I was there for three and a half years. And in that three and a half years, that's where I really found who Kanye is. And I mean, my mom studied fashion designing. So I've always been surrounded by people who love fashion. But I didn't know where I fitted in, you know, in the whole thing. So um, with uh, going to the UK, I met a lady called um, Hannah Jean, Mm -hmm. who I ended up working for when I'm there. So that's how I actually got into the fashion industry. I studied, um, I took a course in image consulting and I styled for London Fashion Weeks, I doing one-on-one um, consultings with clients. And going into your, going back to your question, when I got back to South Africa, I did, I worked for a company and I was doing PR. For, uh, um, it's a it's a retailer in Parkhurst, which I loved. I mean, they exposed me to a whole lot in the South African fashion industry. But then that's where I saw that actually there are a lot of people selling stuff, but no one is selling stuff that I like. Crazy enough, I don't shop in South Africa because I find things very wow. expensive. They so are? Yes. Okay. So I'd rather source things that I love uh-huh. and bring them here and... It started like that, and every time people would ask me, where did you get where did that? You get did you get that? And you know how annoying it is to tell people, <laughs> oh, I got it in London, I got it wherever, I got it online, because it's like you don't want to tell them where you where buy exactly your stuff. You got so it, I thought, yeah. okay, there, there's a market for me, let me just source all the things that I like and just sell them to people. And how has the market received you so far? I mean, it's been great. It's, it's, it's I mean, it's a learning curve, right? So, like I said, my initial thing was to do like it's to find a niche right i've mm-hmm. found my niche now after two years of right. being in the business and even with that you sometimes find i find myself s- sourcing stuff that i don't really want but because people ask what, me yeah. so it's 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 a bit crazy but it's been good you speak of sourcing your stuff abroad mm-hmm. how tricky is that you know what it just depends on the type of relationship you have with your suppliers. Because, um, first of all, customs is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so what I do is um, 
because I don't bring in bulks right. just yet because I don't have a store. But um, I have a good relationship with my suppliers, so I'll tell them to like send the stuff. If it's not too big, they send it as a gift. Mm. So you see, there's ways around it. But yeah. even if you're going to pay for customs, it's, you know, it sort of makes it easier on your pocket as well. Mm. So, yeah. You also mentioned that you don't have a physical store. Yes. At this point, where do people find the stuff that you sell? It's orders via Instagram so our right. courier if you enjoy working close enough we can meet mm-hmm. and also um, I've started doing pop-ups oh, which yes. is not really something that I'm really fond of tell me about but that what is that experience like you know I haven't done a lot of pop-ups I'll tell you what I've, I do a lot of corporate pop-ups like oh. um, Hollard I used to do pop-ups every payday and then I took a break from it because I was like okay I got very busy with work mm-hmm. but now they keep emailing me telling me that they want me to come so I might be doing my first one this year on the 22nd of April. Okay. Uh, I just need to confirm that. So I enjoy the corporate pop-ups more because it's guaranteed. That like people you know, will buy. And, yeah, and you, you sort of have more control over it. You know the type of customers. It's corporate people. Even though they like being funky, you source things that are good for the environment. But also I've, um, I did a pop-up with another brand uh, called Dozinche, I think you oh, might yes, know. Yes, so she had a pop-up at her house. That was a very good experience. It was big. It was, you know, I felt like, okay, this was really worth my time. Lots of funky people yes. in Soweto. <laughs> <laughs> what challenges have you faced though in your journey so far? Um, you know, it, it's just trying Sometimes you feel, okay, maybe my style is a bit too out there for people. Because some people will see things on Instagram and they're like, oh, this is nice, but it's too out there for yeah. me. You know? And then the type of people that would really buy into that will be like, oh, but this is expensive. And you're thinking, a pair of sunglasses for 320 is expensive. And the thing that is, I'm very, decent. I'm very price conscious. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's the reason why. I source things that I think I would buy because right. I like for you if you come and tell me this I'll be like oh, I'll probably get it online for half the price <laughs> so you see I'd never just sell something that I feel okay this is a rip off mm. yeah like my mm. price points are always like my maximum on sunglasses is like always 320 wow. like that's the most you can pay now having said that what do you make of the current SME space in South Africa do you feel that entrepreneurs have enough support in this country you know what? On paper, it looks like we're supposed to have the right support from the government and and whatnot. Mm. But I don't know where all this money goes to. I don't know who gets the money because I've tried getting funding right. from the government. First of all, it's it's a nightmare to even just reading, going through the website. It's like, mm. okay, I'm just confused. I don't it's a lot know what of information. You, you try and call and set up appointments. They'll always give you stories. So I don't know, maybe I'm not doing, I'm not going about it the right way. Mm. And I mean, I've had other people go through the same experiences as me. So I don't know who this money goes to. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to know because I want to be part of them. So simplifying the process would actually work out much yes. better in your view. True. How would you then advise someone who's looking to start their own business? A lot of people raise the issue of funding, raise the issue of do I leave my nine to five to start my own business? What do I do then? How do I manage money? What would your advice be? My advice would be find something that you're really passionate about and then go for it. Like if it's something that you can't go a day without thinking about, mm-hmm. that's exactly what you need to be doing, you know. But that said, um, do not leave your job. Test it out. Test out the waters 
and and see if it works. I mean, people have part-time work full-time and have their businesses part-time, you mm-hmm. know. And once you've established if it works or not, then only can you take it further. Yeah. Lastly, where to for Kanyakaba and Style Collusion? Hey, the dream is really big. Hey, the dream is really big. Like I said, I don't have a store right now. So Santa's heart. Yeah. You have competition. Oh, right lovely. <laughs> so in the next couple of years. Yeah, that's where I want to see myself. That was Kanye Klaba, the owner of Style Collusion in this week's SME Corner.